0: You know, I didn't know what was going on. Things just happened, and then uh, when I first went to satsangs, something was—you know—I was there, and something was sort of felt missing. And then um, this this sort of came upon me, this idea, and then it was verified by reading some writings by about Ramana and old Zen masters. And I feel it's, so, it's, such, it's a, such an important point because it's based on identification. If that which we are takes itself to be something else, it could go to an absurd length of looking for what it is from what it's not. Yeah, That to me is the dilemma in a sense. Because it surprises me when there's a description of, well, there is no body, there is no person, but what's hearing that message is a body and a person, yeah? That's why it doesn't connect, because not that the message isn't clear, it's how it's heard distorts the message. And if you don't, if it isn't pointed out to you or something downloads or somehow you get a whack, or maybe you read about it and you have it in you already, you're not going to know that activity is going on. And basically, uh, you'll, be, you'll be living actually as a stranger, in a sense. You'll be identified as something that you're not. And you can't be identified, but you'll be in the act of being identified. Yeah. See, what you are can't become anything else. It can't... It can't be a body and completely leave its nature, yeah? But there can be a seeming identification, which means it appears to you that you're identified as a body. So you, let's say, a spirit, all right? So it appears to spirit that it's a body. It's not true, but it appears to be true. And then suddenly it starts living from that position or that point or reference of a body just like the story i use with the brownie camera yeah, there's a small camera in america i don't know if you had it here it's like a ten dollar camera had plastic lenses and basically you looked in and just hoped because you couldn't even see what you were taking a picture of you just hoped, you know direction and 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 you know it was terrible terrible pictures right when you developed them So let's say this huge, incredibly HD, unbelievable, clear lenses of a camera (laughs) is walking a by with its little mobile tripod and decides to look through the brownie. And when it looks through the brownie, it seems to forget that it's the big camera. Yeah. So suddenly it looks through the brownie camera and then it suddenly takes itself to be the brownie camera. So what happens? There's a certain uh, feeling of confinement by the brownie camera. It's dissatisfied being the brownie camera. But the best it can do is to, like to try to buy Nikon lenses and put it on the brownie camera, like a five thousand dollar lens. But it's still the primary, the prior lens is the plastic lens. So you can put a ten thousand dollar lens, and you're still going to get a shitty picture because it's the plastic. Yeah. So whatever you add on isn't going to change the fact that it's a brownie. Yeah. So what happens is, and it goes, continues to do that because it doesn't know any better, because it, to, for all intents and purposes, it's forgotten, seemingly, its camera, the large camera nature, and it's taken itself to be the brownie. And so maybe it starts even seeing pictures of the large camera and hopes, I wish I could become that large camera, and it starts wishing as a brownie to be the better camera, all the while being the better camera. Yeah. That's the dilemma. This is, what, this is what downloaded to me, and I haven't changed the tune for, I don't know, 10, 12 years, because there's no point in getting to an advanced stage because it will still be you there at the advanced stage. Yeah? The you that you're not. It's just, and it's like a very habitual, it's almost like a, a mistake that gets replicated, duplicated, and then the systems of the body, the memories and the thoughts, and the, and the interpretation of perception, which is this is a real place of things, all of that is constantly being used to reinforce the identification as the body, or as the person. Yeah. And so when you hear that you're not a person, that there is no person, you hear it as a person. Yeah? You don't hear it as the non-person. If you did, that would be that. Yeah? Be very clear. Let's say there was a sort of a mistake that you thought you were a person. And then, but you always have been a non-person. Of course, there's not a non-person, but, you know, just use it as, as an example. So you've always been a non-person. You were just taking yourself to be a person. And then another non-person comes up and says, hey, you're a non-person. That would be it. Yeah, it would be easy to remedy. It was just a seeming mistake, yeah? If the non-person hears it. But that's what, not what happens you go to a meeting about there is no body but you hear the message as a body yeah what what claims to be the hearing of the message is the false identification and it's very fast it happens in like a couple of seconds yeah and in my in my humble opinion i don't believe there's a process that's going to get before that process i just don't i haven't seen it yet. yeah so this stubborn little, OK, I'm going to he- go to a meeting and hear about what I am, like the ultimate void, empty, brilliant, clear, full of love and compassion. But it's going to be framed as this. I'm going to hear it as this. And what's hearing it is going to override what you hear. Yeah. So if, the, if you hear you can't use the Buddha as the Buddha, as Steve, it's just gonna keep confusing Steve, yeah? If you hear you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha as the Buddha, it's very, very clear, yeah? The correction happens, and then you realize there was no need for a correction because you've always been the Buddha, yeah? It's not like you become a Buddha, you know? All right, I've realized what I wasn't, and then I, I set off on a course to become what I am, no. You are the realization of what you're not, yeah that's what you are. when you see what you're not, that's what you are. You get a hit of it, being like this, and then suddenly, even though the habit of the reference point going to that identification is very stubborn, every once in a while there's a glitch, and you stay over here. you stay're not you stay. Outside that reference point, and all you need is a couple of samples so that even when you're in the reference point, you're not in the reference point. It's sort of like the hand that has been fooled by the glove and has been taking itself to be the glove gets a free sample, pulls itself out, and it realizes the glove isn't doing shit without me in it. Yeah, I'm the animating principle of the glove. Now, what happens if life or whatever's going on here? puts the hand back in the glove, the hand doesn't forget that it's a hand anymore. Even though it's living and, and living and touching and interpreting life from a glove's point of view, it doesn't forget it's a hand. Yeah? So it doesn't try to get out of the glove as a glove. It finds acceptance of being in the glove as the hand. Yeah? So you start having an acceptance of glove world You know what I mean? (laughs) And, you you know, maybe you get used to fucking, you know, hold a paintbrush or whatever it may be, but all the while, your hand, yeah? No matter how much the glove is every, and no matter how much everything, all the other gloves are seeing you as a glove, you don't see yourself as a glove. You, You may be seeing from the glove, but you're the hand. Yeah, That's all it is. And when that... And I didn't see the importance of it until it happened with me. And then I realized, Jesus Christ, that's really the dilemma. Because it's always confused me why we can hear a perfect description, if you can describe it, or a perfect pointer about what we are, and we still can't get it. There's got to be an obscuring agent. There's got to be an activity that, even if you're like an inch away some static gets produced, and I don't think it's coming from the message. It's, come, it's, it's where the message is, is received. It gets sort of like scrambled, and then the message of you're a lion, that's directed at the lion. It's not directed at the sheep. Yeah, It's directed at the lion. You're a lion gets caught by the sheep programming, and now it turns into I can become like a lion as a sheep. That's not the message. That's the thing of non-duality. Non-duality is not a path. Yeah, it isn't. It's a fact. You just come with it or not. It's, it's stating a fact. Now, you may go with it or not, which is, it's not true. It doesn't affirm anything. It just negates what we're taking to be true, which I believe is the logic of it, which goes continually, seamlessly, in more of a negative way than any point of affirmation because you are the affirmation. Once what you're not gets clear, the affirming of what you are becomes available. So you find out about what you are. You don't know it. You can't know it. You'd be, have to be something else. Yeah? You'd have to be something else to know what you are. You'd have to be something else to study what you are. You'd have to be something else to experience what you are. But you can study what you're not. You can see what you're not. You can understand what you're not. You can experience what you're not, yeah? Yeah. So the point now, there's a giving up of wanting to have an experience of the hand as the glove. You just see you're not the glove. And so your experience is as as a glove, Yeah? And that's the way it goes. But the sense of being or the stabilized possibility is your hand. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's really the message. And then you can try to say it a thousand ways because it's like looking at a safe, all these safes, and you're just moving the tumbler with the hopes that a click occurs. Yeah? And then, that's it. That's the job. Your, your, the spiritual subpoena has been served, served and now you'll get caught, called up to the court of light, you know, where all your seeming transgressions will be null and void. You'll see that maybe nothing ever really freaking happened here. Yeah, it's almost like it's dreaming because it is dreaming. <laughs> We're dreaming ourselves as a glove, really. So. That's the point. That's why the meetings are going to get shorter and shorter. So you're going to have a huge lunch. You could probably drive home and come back. You'll probably drive to the west coast of Ireland and get back in a second year. Because it's not about piling on. It's not about more. And it's not a huge... And it's really... It doesn't have a huge ingredient of time in it. Yeah, Because it's not a process. It's... The nature of it is negating the idea of time. Yeah? So that with the hopes, you'll stop looking or trying to look through time to see that which is timeless and just see that there is no time, and that's the timelessness. Yeah? It's got a little logic, but once you fall into it, it's seamless. It continues to demonstrate that direction. It's a different direction than the mental logic points out. Yeah? Totally different direction and a different map that the GPS we're listening all to gives, yeah? And it doesn't, the GPS gives you a map and a lot of direction. This doesn't give you any freaking map and no direction, basically. You just sort of, boom, you stop here, and then maybe you'll start, instead of, you're getting close to your destination, destination, the voice comes out and says, you can never be far from, you know, (laughs) where you are. So you're always here and now, wherever that here and now is. You never leave the confines or that space of here and now. And so you, you see the absurdity of believing you can be out of the moment and then trying to get into the moment. You believe that. That's complete absurd. You, you've never been out of any moment ever. You know? And then you stop trying to get out of what you can't be in. Yeah. That's, that's the message. And for me, it works beautifully. There's some sort of a slacker at heart you know, as, a, as an action figure. And, you know, I don't you know, fuck. I'm not into this thing of you're going to have to practice lifetimes to, I just, Jesus Christ. It just seems to be too daunting. It's like putting something off for way too long for me. So, I figure you know, if you hear like the things, I like went to Catholic school in New York and uh, they'd have a thing every week. They'd talk to us about the the three attributes of God, which is all-powerful, all-knowing, and everywhere. And it would really sort of, I'd wonder why, why am I not running into it (laughs) if it's everywhere? I obviously qualify, I'm somewhere, and that somewhere must be in everywhere. There's no somewhere outside of everywhere. Why the hell am I not meeting that which is everywhere? I'm meeting people I don't even want to meet, you know? In somewhere, right about everywhere. So, there's got to be an activity, and I believe it's actually what you would call God entertaining it's not God. That's what I, I feel. Yeah. I, I truly believe what we are is uh, well, you don't want to give it any name, but let's just call it reality. Yeah? So, And this reality in dreaming gives reality to things. Yeah. So, we have a statement in recovery that captures the activity of the mental state, the thought system, which is a lot of false evidence appearing real, yeah? So the mental state is presenting a lot of false evidence. It presents, it assumes that you're something you're not, yeah? It, it pontificates quite a lot, it plays God, it, uh, it judges you as a doer, it believes you're the seer, the feeler, the taster. It believes you're the one who's doing, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. It has claimed to be the doer of a lot of stuff it has really nothing to do with. So when you're listening to it, it's constantly offering you false evidence. Yeah? It really is. It's just serving up a giant buffet of false evidence. And we're used to eating it, you know? And so when, when what is real sees false evidence as real, it can produce an effect, yeah? So, we see as real the thoughts about next week, and so next week can have an effect on us now, yeah? That's how powerful we are. So, if I believe there's a next week, and then I'm I'm a believer or a devotee of the thought system, and it tells me a lot of shitty shit's gonna happen to me next week, where am I gonna feel the anxiety, next week or now? I'm going to feel the anxiety that, see, the thought system is using next week, which isn't happening, to produce anxiety now, which is happening. Yeah, That's the unbelievable thing about it. And it's doing, it's making shit out of nothing quite a lot all day. So we're seemingly here, but if you watch people, they're not responding to here. They're reacting to yesterday and tomorrow most of the time. They're really, they're almost on a time delay. They're waiting for their head to tell them what's happening. They're really out to lunch, pretty much. Now, you cannot not be in this moment, but the mental state does a damn good job to seem like you're totally, totally in denial of this moment by your preoccupation with yesterday and tomorrow. It's not yours, it's the head's, yeah? So false evidence abounds, and then suddenly it can appear real if reality takes it to be true, yeah? And this is the part we don't see. We don't see what a powerful event we are. Yeah? It's a miracle that we can think of a month from now and produce an effect now. I mean, no animal can do that. Labradors are not fucking worrying about next week. Will they be playing on the beach? They're not, you know? Mosquitoes aren't fucking, you know, planning their retirement in their head. They're just fucking mosquitoing. You know, they got a simple parameter and they live in that parameter and they do their thing. But we have created a mental wonderland and it's turned into a, a for some people it's like a house of horrors, really. You know? And then the, the mental state is mimicking the physiological effects of fear, but it's producing it out of what's not happening. Like fear is a vowed emotion if something's going on, like it's going south, let's say, it could be a fear, shit, I could, you know, that you're going to be hurt because there's a shark, let's say, 10 feet in the water. But the mental state's mimicking that anxiety by buzzing you all day from what's not happening. It's like you're getting a, like a tiny electrocution all day you're going to be a mess. Your nervous system's going to be shot, really.
1: You know?
0: you know, walking around. Then you add four shots of espresso. Fucking, you know, you have to have a fucking psychotic break. And you haven't even left your house yet. Nothing's happened. You're safely entrenched in your four walls. I mean, you got to see that there's a power that seems to be getting misdirected. Well, let's say it's getting directed in a way that maybe... Would be more beneficial to you and others if it went was directed another way. Yeah, it's sort of like if um, if the sunlight is out in Ireland, it's very I mean it's very enriching and stuff like that. But that same sunlight, if it was magnified, could incinerate something. That's what I feel is happening. You know, the power that we are, unbeknownst to us, is being used to to make mountains out of molehills. It like that. I mean, make an imaginary terrain that you're afraid of going through, and therefore you just say, fuck it, and you do almost anything, and yet there's no threat. It's just all in one's head. That to me is slavery. I'm just not into it. So, <clears throat> Because I was. I, I had the experience of being, uh, having an addictive mind and having to have relief, and I liked relief in one way which was shooting coke, you know? And I went for it for years. And uh, I really believed I would be able to transcend this place if I could tighten my mind up sufficiently so it would snap, but I'd still be there. And then I'd be done with this fucking thing. But uh, it proved not to be true. And (laughs) I I suffered tons of consequences following that religion. And um, because I didn't know you can't transcend an imaginary place, it's it's impossible. You're not getting out of here as what's appearing here. There's no freaking way. There's not gonna be a rapture when you're gonna be at a golf course playing golf (laughs) as a body. You know what I mean, it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna recognize your family members, You know, sitting around eating ice cream. Probably not, that's dreaming. So, uh, there is a possibility to travel lighter here, as that which you seem to be, by realizing you are not that. It's not going to take the fun out of it. It's not going to make it, you know, just lay on the couch and go fucking into a, you know. It's going to allow it to travel lighter. Because its starting points will not be an inherent like vague, scary, un-okayness about itself. You'll have acceptance of how you seem to be, because you're not that. Yeah? And that is and man, when the acceptance floods in, it's almost like a dam already ready there, but it's our it's our configuration that's keeping it back. Maybe we'll accept others or we'll accept the situation, but there is something that you feel probably you did that you should not have done. And there's no forgiveness to be found. Or there's some you know, you know, you knew better and you did something like that. So you've really been convicted already in the court of the mental state, you know, and you're hoping, for, and you've given up hope for probation. You're not going to get paroled. You're just going to fucking do hard times, so to speak. Yeah? This just has a freeing effect. And then the sense of searching to become okay is diminished because you start as okay. Not based on circumstances and situations, just based on fucking nothing really. Nothing solid, there's just an okayness there. And now you see what life is like when you live from that instead of living from a sense of un which is constantly having you looking for some fucking relief or escape or trying to prove shit to yourself. It's just like you're like your own little, you know, one of those performing dogs. You're your own dogs jumping through with all these hoops with the hopes you'll get a bone, you know. Right, you know. I can watch a movie because I did this and this and this today. It's sort of like weird. It's a weird freaking life. So, this, uh, this gives you the possibility to be available for peace, and serenity, and uh, you have the ability to enjoy peace of mind. You do. It's a, it's a quality of mind. All these things become available and, you know, you don't waste any time looking for what you can't find. The mystical questions are gone. You're you're living in a certain like the last answer. You're not looking for any other answer concerning what you are or what's going on here, and basically downloads a car and just keep uh, revealing stuff that you have a need to know. And you know if you don't have and also none of the none of the knowledge in my experience is stored. It just comes through. It's never stored. You don't become a storage of knowledge. You're just empty, basically. You're empty and available for stuff that's happening, and you never get chipped. You're always here in your life. You're not wondering, oh, I wish I could have been, no, none of that. The obviousness of this is what's happening is really a very, very nice rudder for the action figure. If it can get... And you can't do it through thought and effort. You can't get stabilized in the moment. You get it through by realizing you can't be out of the moment. That's the stabilization. Yeah? It's not a forced stabilization. You just realize completely you can't be out of a moment. So now you're available for what's happening. And when you're available to what's happening, an immunity to what's not happening builds up. Yeah? You just because you see it's not happening it's not that hard it's not a huge intricate diagnosis you see next week's not happening that's it i mean it's i'm not seeing next Wednesday. i'm not feeling it i'm not tasting it i'm not touching it but i am feeling tasting touching hey well i mean which one <laughs> yeah. do, do I want to take or do I want what's not happening where anything can fucking happen? I can have cancer, destitution, all this. Or how about right now, you know? I don't have to, <laughs> if I accept what's happening now, I don't have to add any new, a person who isn't here, here. Or do I have to remove a person who It here? It's acceptance is the effortless way. Yeah, I don't want anything to change right now. And that sort of goes a while. It just stays like the sort of new norm now. Yeah? So now you move into a moment with an accepting attitude. At least you acknowledge it's happening. And then maybe you want to escape or stuff like that. Instead of denying it's happening, you, know, you, you, you acknowledge it. You let it have its moment on the stage. And then things move through. Yeah? And then when things move through, in their nature... Like, thoughts' nature is to come and go, you know? Feelings come and go. They're not meant to be branded and corralled and make, used as a reminder of a story that you are fucked for 30 years or stuff like that. They come and go, come and go. And when everything's coming and going, there's a sense, you get a sense of what isn't coming and going, which is us, it's just, you're there, completely there. And you're not noticing it because you didn't arrive there. You've never not been here. So it's hard to see that you're here. Yeah. Because you're, the way I see I'm here is I was somewhere else. There's no somewhere else. You're just completely here. Yeah. <laughs> and it escapes us because we're completely here. Now, if you walked out here and then came in, then you know I'm here. you go, oh, I'm here because you were somewhere else. You don't have that in what is. There is no west. There's no somewhere else. You're just completely here. All the here, you know, all the furniture and the people can change, but the here doesn't. Never. yeah, Never. Not never. So, I mean, it's like seeing blue is blue and red is red. It becomes obvious. And it's a very nice establishment. So then you can get on with, like, getting a latte or, fucking, you know, buying a pair of pants or you know, making food or eating food. Hmm. So I have a real value in seeing what you're not. I believe it's the only direction there is, I really do. I believe if you start looking for what you are without knowing it that you're looking for it from what you're not, it doesn't go well. You may get better, you may look nicer, you may have a loving gaze, You may have tons of incredible experiences, but they're still you, yeah? This just works. Because the negation doesn't lead to an affirmation. It's just negation. Because you are what you're looking for. So there's only one seeming correction that needs to be made. Where are you looking from, everything? Is it false, or is it true? If it's false and you see that, then the true point of where you are becomes obvious. That's all. It can't become obvious to you from the false reference. It becomes obvious to you when you see you're not the false reference. That's how it works. And that little weird little move is the seamless logic of it. It goes like that from then on. Yeah. You don't get out of something by escaping. You get out of it by realizing you're not in it. That's the realization. The realization is there's nowhere, I did, the great wisdom of no escape is that there's nowhere to escape, see? If I'm trying to get out of a jail that I'm not in, that's jail, yeah. The prison I'd be living in would be trying to get out of an imaginary prison, you know? It's noble and other, other cellmates, we could get excited. We're gonna break out tonight and you could have groups that joined and practice how to get out of prison But the getting out of an imaginary prison is the prison. That's it. I don't see how you can't see it. It's obvious. And then when you see it, you will see it. And you will see it, and you'll see it duplicate, and you'll see the whole little stratagem. It's a magic trick using time. That's what it does. The mental state, as Ramana Maharshi, very... If that's why I like to use him. You may not believe me, but maybe you'll believe Ram Namaj. <laughs> and I don't think I'm misinterpreting it. He tends to use, they, the people who wrote about him would lead you into self-inquiry. But that's another point. I'm just going to, all I want to see is what I'm not. That's all. Now, what, I, what happens after that, I don't know. I don't care. It's not my jurisdiction. But this one point of correction, It's like my specialty, I'd say. Because I don't see any other... It's like I'm a cod salesman, like the fish. I don't sell mackerel, don't sell salmon. I may sushi the cod, I may grill it, I may fry it, but it's going to be cod, that's
1: all.
0: I'm not going to... And I have no opinion about mackerel or salmon. If you want cod, I can give you cod. So this is the cod. Yeah. The presupposing, which is a perfect word, Because in this case, the mental state, the processes, suppose something. They imply something, they assume something, they insinuate something, they take for granted something. And that is that there's a non-existent thing that's existing, yes, this, that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. That's the dilemma. Then it says, all right, if that's in place, your spiritual practices themselves will be used to reinforce the non-existent thing as what? As existing. How can they destroy it? So, I had an example, a beautiful example, in a weird way with, with my stomach, yeah? For years, I had it just wasn't comfortable eating most food and everything. I was always having trouble with it, and uh, so I'd be looking to try to get relief, and I'd try a lot of different things. And then these these bottles from Canada of this super probiotic came out, and we have a place called Whole Foods in America. We call it Whole Paycheck very expensive (laughs) health health products at the time. So and they'd come like these six bottles, like little milk bottle with like this probiotic with like six trillion beneficial flora. And so I would drink every week this this thing was like forty something dollars a week I paid. Did it for a year. So I've now I have actually I have taken in 5 t- or maybe 20 trillion beneficial flora migrants or refugees. I've taken 20 trillions of them in and placed them in not a large country, my intestinal tract, with the hopes that they would live there and thrive there, and I would be, be the better for it. And I hoped it was true, and I was religious. I took it every morning. Uh, 50 million, 12. Not million. Didn't see any of them coming out, so I know they got in there. It was, it was not hard. So, so I'm still having trouble with the stomach, but I'm hoping, man, it's, it's going to work. It's going to work, you know? So I got in touch with this laboratory, in America called Smoky Mountain Labs, where they would, if you, they would send you a kit, and you'd send them your shit, basically. That would be the deal. And with the kit, they'd give you a list of a, a papers to, to check off what you wanted them to look at, because they were the, supposedly the best fucking laboratory for finding out what was in your shit. You know? So I'd, of course, everyone checked parasites. Everyone's afraid of parasites. You know? And then check, 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 all this stuff. And then I'm waiting to get the return, the results. So I'm excited about it. Paid like a couple hundred bucks once again. They send me the paper, I get it, I open it up. So parasites, no sign of parasites. Ha, ah, that's good. You know, happy for that. Then it's I look for some other things. Then it says, I get to this thing. Signs of beneficial flora.
1: 0.00%.
0: So there's not a sighting. There's not a sighting of one fucking citizen. 15 trillion. Just just a race from the map. Like that. Where did they go? And then, so I, I'm like, so bummed out. I go, what? 0.00, meaning nothing. So I go to the next page, and I go... Signs of bacteria, so they give me these names of these two bacteria, and then they tell me what those bacteria do. The, these bacteria love beneficial intestinal flora. <laughs> so I was actually catering. I was catering a gourmet meal to these bacteria. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, I, my intention was—I thought I was doing the right thing—but I was feeding them the highest level of fucking food, and they eat like fifty trillion of these fuckers. And now the bacteria is huge, <laughs> which was the source of my problem. So this is what happens. Yeah, you think you set off, and the premises. Or the presumption, or the assumption of where you're at, where you're starting from, is where you're starting from, and then you move from there, and then you have a reasonable expectation that maybe something will happen, but it doesn't seem not to. a lot of times it doesn't seem to work because there's something you're mistaking. You're not. I didn't know there was these bacteria in there. Yeah. Well, with the act of being identified, the seeming one who's under the act doesn't know they're identified. So they're basically reading books. While they're reading, the mental state is claiming to be the reader. While they're doing practices, the mental state is claiming to be the doer. When they're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, the mental state is saying it's the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. When it's meditating, it's saying it's the meditator. Yeah. So basically, as you're living life, it's claiming to be the liver of the life. Yeah? And it uses the body as the reference point. It says, you're the doer. Didn't, where did those actions come from? They came through this. You're the doer. Who's having these thoughts? These are private thoughts. No one else is having these thoughts. These are your thoughts. And therefore, somehow, you're the doer of the thoughts. I'm the thinker of these thoughts. I'm definitely cast as the feeler of all the feelings that move through this little interface. Yeah? All the feelings, when the ones that get caught or get noticed, are used to claim that I'm the feeler, most definitely. And the thoughts, the thoughts that become noticed, are used to point out either you're the thought about or you're the thinker of them. Yeah? This is the act of being identified as self. And when our attention and interest which it's habitually directed to go into the mental processes, a lot of people that's all they're up. They're not feeling much during the day. They're not smelling flowers or anything. They're up in their freaking noggin whatever that is, yeah? And in there that all of those processes are being used to imply it's you. That's a that's a difficult one to come out of. And the funny thing is, when you want to come out of it, you're going to come out, you want to get out of it as the product. See? You want to get out of the thoughts as the thinker. You want to have, you want to have different feelings, but still there's still the stubbornness of being the feeler. You just want them to be better. Yeah? And you just want to have better thoughts, and you don't. let's say you really don't want to have thoughts after 11 p.m. till like 8 a.m. You'd like to have a thoughtless night. And that's the frustration. But the idea of being a thinker is very rarely addressed. There's no, it's just going on, it's just the heist is happening in plain sight. Yeah? So suddenly, just like when you were a kid, if you were in an abusive situation, life was seen as happening, And then slowly, as the mental states develop, it was seen as it was happening to me, which is an interpretation. Life is not happening to me. It's happening, yeah? And it's all the way I see it that allows me to travel lighter through it. And if I'm seeing it as happening to me, I have a lot of opinions of what's happening to me. And I think a lot of it shouldn't be happening to me, and it should be happening to you. And a lot of (laughs) shit that's happening to you should be happening to me. And it gets really fucking confusing because I don't seem to have the power to make any of that happen. So now, this all-powerful possibility, because it's exerting power in a weird way, which it doesn't have, gets fucking defeated here. Then we put up with a lot of fucking shit. And then we won't go for possibilities. We won't open up to the possibility that I can make a living without Da-da-da-da-da, maybe I could follow this intention, you know, and then people call me a lot, and they want to get out of something, but they want to have a guarantee. They're not going to make a move until they have a guarantee, so they want to know the stair's going to be there when they step out, but see, for me, you step out, and then the stair appears. So I believe the thought system has just uh, put a heavy fucking saddle on us, in a sense, and just rides us, you know, just rides us. It's like I've been, I've had the addiction thing, and it really felt like something took me over, like a parasitical movement, and used this as transportation. And just like even when you get a virus. The virus is more you for those 10 days than you. you know? The virus is really living what you call you. I mean, you're being seemingly trespassed all the time. I had this virus that came in America. It Actually, it didn't. no one stopped it at the fucking borders and asked for its visa. I got sick in America, flew to London with me, saw London for a week, and now came to Ireland, and it just jumped off yesterday. I'm feeling better now. But basically, I paid for it to go on a trip. Because I was seeing <laughs> London, a <another> fucking coffee. <laughs> fucking, it felt like shit. You know what I mean? You could say, but, but the, the stubbornness of this consistency of the story that you're Paul, even though it was obvious you weren't Paul, you were virus, really. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, if someone got in contact with you, they were going to get the virus. They weren't going to get fall, they, they were going to get sick. So I just, it's just this stubborn continuum that, no matter what evidence to the contrary, the mental state will just keep on keeping on. It will. It just, it will you, it's sort of like mercury out of a, therm, a th- thermometer. When you break, it just goes and then regathers. That's what it's like just regathers, gets another wind, and then claims whatever happens. I used to use this example of epith- epiphanies. If you've ever had an epiphany, or like a, a, a day interrupted, whatever you want to call it. Well, something can happen when you're displaced, you know? The system of narration gets And then you're really seemingly alive, like you see a, like a, a little thing of water on a leaf, and it's like oh. You'll you're stand there for four hours, you're just like, ah, just unbelievable. I mean, you just, and then all the lines on your face drop. Because it's happened with me with witnesses, yeah? And then you look like a little kid again. You just, ah, all the, all the made up fucking weight you've been carrying just gets dismissed, and you're like, ah, ah. But usually, when they come to an end, it's coincided with the thoughts I'm having an incredible epiphany. <laughs> so as soon as you show up, that's the end of the epiphany. You don't get it, do you? But then the story continues that you had the huge epiphany when it didn't have anything to do with epiphany. It just came later, way later, and claimed to be the one who had it. And of course, it's like a, it's like, it's like a horse in a stable was pretty chilled out. Then it sees a rider that's ridden it, and it wasn't nice. So it's like sees the rider, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. but the rider goes, "Don't worry, it's going to be different this time." And that's that. <laughs> Just gets on. And then you're ridden again, and fucking ridden all over. <laughs> you get a cup, some oats, you know. Fah. So, so. so. You can be, there is a position to live from that's not sort of a position, but it's prior to thought. It is. There are possibilities. See, but you can't get there. But seeing you're not that you that wants to get there, that's sort of how it works. Yeah? Like in recovery, we say, hey, you'll be placed in a position of neutrality without any thought or effort on your part. It's sort of like that. Yeah? You want to call it grace or anything? But grace isn't just a stagnant, like, uh, roulette table in the sky. It's available, yeah? So if if the mind opens up to some possibilities, there are possibilities that abound. And the thing is, the mind is rather, rather awesome, but when it's looking through the brownie camera, it's not seeing much. Basically seeing only the past, really, as the course of miracles would say. And it's just rehashing what it thought has happened or what it thinks sh- all this shit. It's just redoing and rethinking and rehashing. But there's, your mind is still alive and raw as it's always been. It just needs a little skylight. Someone has to point a possibility. Hey, maybe, perhaps there's a better way. Trusting something infinite rather than finite self. Now, I can't produce that, but I can, I can see that which I've been living from isn't me. And in that there's a movement, yeah. A movement that's clean. It doesn't get claimed, yeah? It gets clean, yeah. So the hand comes out. Doesn't have to become a hand, it's completely the hand it's always been. Then maybe it goes back in the glove, but things are different, yeah? So now it travels lighter, quote, as the glove, because it's not the glove. And it actually gets all the wishes the glove could have ever dreamt for itself, but it will never be able to acquire because the glove is the biggest deterrent to the glove's intentions, yeah? It's weird, but when it's taken out and reserted, the best beneficiary of all this entertaining is the body, this action figure. You just travel lighter in life, and then you start, maybe you'll come to an amazing, find that you can give and receive love and things like that. And there was a story that you were so broken, nothing could repair you. It's all malarkey. And 30 minutes cannot withstand a, a, a timeless moment. 30 minutes of wait and story gets erased in no second whatsoever in timelessness. What you are is not a story. You, not, you have not unfurled like a flag and then furled back. You know, the space everything's appearing in, really. Yeah? Yeah. So, you see the thoughts happening in one's head, and then you sense this little feeling of the my that they're being used to produce, and you don't buy that hook. Yeah? And then you have an immunity to that storyline, then you'll have an immunity to more storylines, and then a stout immunity will grow, and you won't be so easily taken into what's not happening. Yeah. And therefore you'll be present, as we always are, available, and you'll be of service to yourself and others. yeah? But not without much effort, without effort and thought. it will be more like a being. So you'll be, you'll be chilled. Not, you're not in the act of becoming chilled. You'll be chill.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what you, what you were saying just about three or four minutes ago was kind of what's been circulating for me. It was kind of exactly what I thinking. Think. So, like I came back last night and I watched a couple of movies, and it was just like this dissatisfaction. I looked up this morning, there was more dissatisfaction. Than was. I was looking, and there was loads of thought going on. This is a pain in your ass. And I came in here, and I wasn't feeling great. And kind of like a, a rhythm or a routine to it, kind of like, yeah, and what it feels like you're saying, and the way it comes in for me, is it's, on one hand, you can't really point to what you are as, as an object, and so then there isn't really anywhere to look, but the habit is, somehow it feels like the energy goes out, looks at things, I'm not even aware of it, it's just like something's happening. It doesn't find satisfaction and it's dissatisfied. And I'm sitting here with dissatisfaction. I was like, that is dissatisfaction thing, what's the deal? And then you were just talking about it and I was listening. And I just heard it, I heard what you said, This, what I've seen many, many times when when something in me looks in the world for experience or satisfaction, it doesn't find it. And so it's dissatisfied. And I kind of got at that seeking doesn't help, the dissatisfaction. But somehow, when you said it at some point, I just kind of remember. It's like, oh yeah, I don't know that I went. I didn't go anywhere. It was only. It feels like the energy goes out, and instead, the energy just comes back. I can't even say where it's coming back to. It's just that when it goes out, there's dissatisfaction, and then when it comes back, there is this. There's a complete feeling of satisfaction for no reason.
0: Yeah. Well, the point is, instead of.
1: But I don't want to do doing either. That's the thing.
0: Well, you're not that that doesn't yeah, 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 want yeah, yeah. it to be doing yeah. so. Yeah.
1: But it's just weird that it seems, it seems like that. It's, that's the sort of practicality and the Yeah,
0: and there's a logic to it, see? If you watch its rhythm, that rhythm stays seamlessly there. So like we were saying the other night, for the people that weren't that haven't been here, this, this guy I know in L.A. was talking with us and I use this word selfing. You've heard the word selfing, yes? Yeah, yeah. So he says, all right, well, let's call it Pauling. So, and you go, all right, Paul, how much during the day are you Pauling? 20% sometimes, 50%, 75 85 Pauling, yeah? So how much is Paul Pauling? And I go, no, no, you've missed it. There's Pauling that implies a Paul. Yeah? When the Pauling, the selfing, the narration, the constant yapping in one head implies there's a Paul. Yeah? Then as soon as the mind clicks into it, the Paul gets presupposed to be the one that's Pauling. That's the, that's that's the, di- that's the anatomy of the heist. That's what's happening. Yeah, so there's action. The mental state becomes aware of those actions, or conscious, or sentient of them, and then it uses that action to imply the actor. And suddenly, now the actor believes it's the source of all the actions. But the actor didn't derive from the actor, it's derived from the acting, see? So the acting, as action figures, we're acting. That acting is being noticed by the mental state, just like the consciousness before it. And the mental state says, how am I going to get behind the consciousness? Because the consciousness, the obviousness of being conscious, blows my whole fucking story that you're this long-lasting thing. So it goes, all right, I'm experiencing. I'm having this this sense of consciousness. It will go. All right. The consciousness is claimed by the mental state to imply there's one. There's the one who's conscious. But the one who's conscious is seen as a body. And it goes. All right. I'm the one who's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. So now the beautiful invitation, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, affords us all day has been neutered completely because you believe it's you seeing. You hearing, you feeling, you tasting, and it's almost construed as you're doing it, you know, like I'm doing (laughs) seeing. Like you would do running, you know. I'm seeing. You know, I'm hearing. You know? I've been hearing all day. You know? And it's sort of like you would expect us to start sweating, you know, go to an extreme hearing class. Running, you know, and then sweating, and you'd be a better see. You'd be a better seer with all that. I'm a fucking ab I have six abs seeing. You know, fucking great. But it has nothing to do with us. It's just seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. But the mental state that comes after that says, "I'm the one who's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching." That's the robbery. It's so, all. It's a little heist, and it happens in time. Yeah. So here's time how we see it. We're here, and then it's gonna inexorably progress to a future. Yeah, mental state doesn't play that way. The mental state goes, that which comes after the acting is the idea of an actor. Then that actor is presupposed to be for the acting. Then there's a claiming of the actions, and then the actions tattoo you. That's sort of what they call karma, right? And non, a non-action isn't that you don't do anything. A non-action, when there's an action that happens that's not used to imply the actor. That's like selfless service. That's what it is, yeah? So you see the heist, which we just described. We make, and then you go to the police artist, and he's going to do a composite drawing of the burglar, and it's going to be you. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. You're the thief, you're the burglar, you're the policeman, you're everything. So if you finally catch the guy's hand in the silverware and follow it, it's yours. (laughs) And then you go, oops. And then the idea of this must be fucking dreaming. You know? How could that which isn't so seem to be so? That which is so must be dreaming it. There's no other way. And do you believe... There's an illusion that could fool reality unless reality is in cahoots with it. No fucking way. Reality would see through any illusion, no matter how advanced. It could be like the production team of the Game of Thrones. It would still see right through it. But obviously it's not here because it's in, it's in cahoots. We're dreaming. Yeah? And the only thing that wants to get out of here is a body. The spirit doesn't want to get out of here. We could chant. Who's going to chant for three days they're not a body? A body. Spirit doesn't chant it's not a body. It's very clear it's not a body. It's the body not liking the experience of a body, wants not to be a body, but as a body. That's the dilemma. I want to not have any other bad experience, but I still want to be there. That's the stubbornness. That's the point. See even in these meetings people come here come here and they're still hoping that they're going to get something you're not you're never going to get anything you're going to get you're getting nothing this you've already gotten more of of what you're going to get which is nothing <laughs> I know he's lying no I'm not I have I waited for years and I'm not getting anything And you would expect I would get more, because I'm up here. No, I don't get anything. No, not at all. I mean, there is no reason for this body to come here at all, to the body's logic, at all. The money isn't really that good. The island's nice, but I don't give it, you know, I'd rather be home in Nevada. You know, there's no reason whatsoever. It's not going to get anything. When it leaves, it's not going to have anything that it didn't have. When it goes to Italy, Monday, tomorrow, it won't have any more. Yeah. But in a super weird way, that's the most greatest gift. See, nothing is the greatest gift, because it keeps on giving. And after a while, it'll become everything to you, or as you really, yeah? I mean, could you imagine the possibility of peace being normal to you? It's awesome. Could you imagine, like, That which you would call like fucking peak experiences becoming the norm, that's freaking cool, you know? Where the basic point that you start from has been like so cleansed of a lot of shit, but it doesn't look special or anything. It's just ordinary. But I guess if you got thrown back into the way it used to be, you would see how extraordinary it is you really, you would, I would fall on my knees and fucking have a huge amount of gratitude. Man, I was driven by the thought system, hugely, as all addicts are. And I believed those thoughts emphatically. And they presented a lot of false evidence and it appeared real to me. And I really believed what I was doing it was like a religion, shooting coke it was fucking totally out there yeah, but you couldn't have convinced me otherwise then. I see people the faith that they are which is a force of mind put into a failed system producing so much anxiety like harvesting a crop of from what's not happening, and then smoking it all day, just incredible anxiety. Nothing, not rooted in any reality, just driving themselves crazy every day. You know, who's not going to drink or do something to try to forget that? And then you can't see that there's a possibility that you're not that, so a lot of people end their lives. And usually they shoot themselves in the head, because that's what they want to quiet down. They think the thoughts are up there. They can't see it's not them, so the whole, act, the whole thing has to go fucking, so, yeah. Thoughts are much different than my thoughts. Feelings are much different than my feelings. Actions are much more able to be forgiven than my actions Yeah, yeah It's just a simple little change. There's not much addition. It's just a, It's just a little switcheroo, but once you get put in that position, it'll be like an aha and then It's seamless it always goes that way you don't get out of what you're not in, you realize you've never been in it, and that's the state of being out. That's how it goes, the whole thing, all the way through. You don't try to, you stop looking for what you are from what you're not, and you're seeing what you're not from what you are. That's how it goes. Just a little switch, but it makes all the sense in the world. And I'll tell you, we were reading something from the course about how all that yapping going on in in our head, it truly doesn't make any sense to what we are. But this does, when the logic gets straightened out and you get another modality of download, it, it communicates to you. It communicates to the innermost. Not your head, it communicates. And you know, you know, you know, uh, the clarity of it. You know the direction, it's sound, yeah? And then you end up having faith in mind, which is a great Zen treatise. Not faith in the mental processes, but faith in mind. So what you are can outshine circumstances and situations. Yeah. And you will be what you're looking for. And all that stuff, all those weird sayings will have a real weight to you you'll really feel what it means to be what you're looking for. So, yeah. Any questions?
1: You talked about able uh, to go back to the website to, 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 to reinforce yeah. it. Uh, so, is the process you get it and if you don't nurture it, do you lose it again? Um,
0: well, you, it's not that you lose it. You never lose it. Yeah but there can there can be a loss of interest in it. Yeah, you don't lose it, but interest moves. But no, I, the repetition hopefully will trigger an entertaining. And I don't, that's not thinking. Entertaining is something else to me. Entertaining is like looking and then you see what comes in and out of the door. Yeah, it's like an open. And entertaining uh Basically, basically, it becomes the ongoing activity. In one level, the mind is always entertaining. Yeah, but now it's entertaining emptiness or stuff like that. It's different. Yeah. In other words, the entertaining isn't being directed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Into time and then hoping I will be okay or have memories I was okay. All that. The entertaining is more vertical, let's say. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, it brings a certain, like a, it's like having a window perpetually opened in your little storage unit. <clears throat> Some air can come through, a little circulation. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't watch the videos myself. I don't see, that would be weird. Can you imagine <laughs> sitting at home, watching my videos, and then maybe passing away, and they find me with the remote and with me on. That would be weird. No.
1: So how do you avoid that becoming a process huh? not, how do you avoid watching videos and attending meetings and this of, how, how do you avoid it becoming a process a process
0: Well you know there's nothing right or wrong with attending meetings and stuff like that So you, may, you know, that doesn't have to become a process like in AA we people will go all right you you got to go to meetings and then the people will say well how many meetings should I go I say hey, how about this one you know just <laughs> recognize this one and see where it goes from here you know what I mean yeah i think the video that's why we did the videos i think us it's best video because there's a lot of animating like weird mudras being fucking thrown at you with the body. So I think video is the best way other than live. So it's helpful for people, and that's cool. That is, they, they hear something, and then there's a pause, and they go into entertaining. Fucking far out, you know? Watch a video.
1: Yeah. You speak of the, the prior talk. Prior talk. Before, before, the, before the, and And there's a little switch. Um, That little switch, it can be known that that one is prior thought. But not in uh, in everyday life. But when it's spoken about, yes, it's known. But it seems to get lost in in the scene. Then the prior thought, uh, what do you call it? Awareness thought. Prior to, oh, well, here and the stillness of it. It gets off. The switch seems to go back again. But it doesn't get is lost. The switch, you see, is it for it, the switch to stay on.
0: But it doesn't have to. There is no switch. It's always on, and it doesn't get lost. It's just that you're attending to other, like level. You come out here on a consequential level. Like, I ran into this guy years ago, this guy, Ramesh Balsakar, right? He's a teacher. He's dead now. And uh, I saw him, like, in 2000. I went to India. And then my friend and I were at home, and this lady we know sent me a video of him. And I go, why did she send me this video? She says, you've got to see this. So I said, all right. So I turn it on. It's a lousy film, 12 minutes and he's talking to somebody, he can't see the person, so he's talking about, oh, do you have a place to stay, and this and that, and then he asks this question, he says, uh, so what, did, what do you do? And, I, and then a voice goes, as little as possible, and it was my voice, yeah? So I was there, they had recorded the session that I was there, and he was talking with, to me, because he would talk to a new person every time, and then he went into this thing about, all right, there's the impersonal presence, let's say, and then the personal presence. Yeah, so let's say the impersonal presence is what's prior to thought. Yeah, fast, everything. Then there's the personal presence, which is pres- pers- It's like it's pre- it's in the presence of thoughts and all this stuff. Yes, all right. It says, okay, now there's no need for the personal presence to try to remember the impersonal presence while it's doing whatever it's doing. So let's say you go to work, yeah? You're not concerned and flipping out about a home because you have a home. Like you left home and you went to work. You're not fucking worrying or having to remember you have a home all day while you're at work because the home is a given, you have a home, yeah? So while you're at work, you're engaged with that you're not thinking, I've got to remember home. I've got to remember I have a home. I've got to remember I have a home. Yes. Because you're not losing the home even though you've, your interest isn't there. Yes? Exactly with this. That presence doesn't need to be remembered. You just start believing or knowing that nothing that's happening can exclude that from happening. Because it's always happening. It's just that. It's not like... An effort. I don't remember it because how can you remember what's always here? It would have to be gone to remember. (laughs) It's never gone. So, and I don't have to be going. I'm not about you know. While I'm doing, (laughs) it's just you just do what the fucking you know action figuring. But there's a a knowing. Yeah. Of that possibility, even though there's not a sign of it where you're at. Not a sign of it. There's not a billboard that goes, no thing, or this and that, or like that. And I'm not listening to songs, remember, no thing. Yeah? There's not a sign of it, but they're knowing. You don't have to have a that's the knowing before knowing. You have a, it's something has been revealed, and now there's a knowing or an understanding or whatever you want to call it. Like, it's like that space, the guy that goes to, on a walk up out, out of the thing, he's tethered, you know, to the ship, and then he does his fucking thing. Yeah? This is sort of what it's like. You're tethered while you're running around doing this and that, and you're as, you are completely Paul when the polling is going on, yet, all the while, and everyone would swear you're a glove, you're not a glove, yeah? Even though you smell like a glove, and maybe a lousy glove, something like that, you're not a glove. There's just something that's, you're not wanting to know it, you know it, yeah? Yeah. So, this gets its little activity, in time, in time, this is the star. In timelessness, no no no. yeah? Yeah. I don't have to remember timelessness. Timelessness is the context, yeah? This is appearance of content. The content is getting most of our attention, and we forget the context. Just like the fish is looking at seaweed and crabs and other fish, it's not seeing the water. Probably has no idea it's in the fucking water. But we can, we, have, we can have a big prior idea that we're in the water while we're looking at fish and trying to avoid that crab and shit like that. Not something that's known up here, but innermost knowing. And that's just the terms, yeah? Yeah, that's it. And that's what I felt he was trying to say to me back then, and, but I only got it when I was listening to it five months ago, so it's funny. The talk he gave was before night 2018, but he gave it at 2000. See, that's the beauty of this message. It's not based on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the
1: switch, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Well, if it's not heard, come back. It's going to be... I have faith in it. I do. I believe... The mental state's defense system is good. But you can overrun it. You can overwhelm it. And then something's going to get through. And I have faith that that mother egg only needs one sperm to meet it. And then the mind will conceive a possibility. And that is, I'm not that. Yeah? Which will bring lightness to being this. Or acting this or doing this. It will bring a lightness that cannot be acquired here. It has to be delivered from there and expressed here. Yeah? It can't be acquired here, because everything erodes, everything stops working, everything weakens, but not from the timelessness, see? We're looking to find satisfaction instead of expressing satisfaction. Totally different, totally different movement, yeah? Instead of looking for fucking satisfaction, you're expressing satisfaction. Totally different. It looks exactly, you know, it looks like the exact same thing, but it's not. Yeah? Yeah. So. Um,
1: I just was thinking, when, when you catch yourself warning train train of thought, uh, Yes, that's setting, when, uh, once that you're on laugh. the train,
0: that's when skillful means become valuable. Once you get on the train of thought, then skillful means are valuable. Take a breath, whatever, find little things to throw, throw a wrench in the works. Because what it's going to bring you back to is where you've never left, yeah?
1: good to catch you and step back?
0: Yeah, yeah. Of course it's good. But it's not a practice, yeah? Yeah. Because what will happen if you practice it, you'll be reinforced. Yeah. There'll be you the stepper backer. And maybe you'll start giving talks. I've stepped back farther than anyone else has stepped back. And I'm gonna tell you what happens when you step back. <laughs> As a step backer.
1: <laughs> yeah?
0: Just use, like, what's at hand, use skillful means. Then you put the tool down. You don't become the tool wielder. You know what I mean? Why don't use, don't, please, if I can give you any warning, don't use non-duality to restrain you from use, get, doing what you need to do for this fucking relief yeah, temporary or not, don't let it, that's not its purpose, it's not a, it's not another bludgeoning tool that you beat yourself up with, yeah, leave it as it is, it's a fact, prior, see how it goes, and then if it's not you, it's totally okay to pick up a skillful means, but if you think you shouldn't need skillful means, and all this baloney, You'll, that's like non-dual constipation. You gotta just fucking take the shit. Yeah, is it, seriously. Isn't
1: all really the real mental state? If you really look at it, it's trying to protect you or defend something, or you know, have
0: you survived
1: something. Say that. The, the mental state. Yeah. really came from conditioning of how to protect you or you know, manage your life or yeah. you know, make you survive. So it's trying to. Do something that it takes
0: to be to be okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it's the thing you're going to see it because you're before it. Yeah.
1: But it, 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 that's where the from. So understanding can
0: be useful. It's quite a hell. Yeah, I mean, like I use this example because it's obvious. Some guys calls me up. His girlfriend left him. And he starts going on like a 20 minute thing. Well, there isn't a girlfriend, and there was no one she left. And it was, I, got, I said, I can't, you know, fucking just drop it. And then he started crying. I said, that could have happened like 19 minutes ago, you know? But he had to go through this non duality thing, you know? Which is the mental state when it claims the idea of non duality, tries to use it for an advantage. It tries to get an advantage. So it gets out of responsibilities. Oh, there's no person. I don't have to do that, or shit like that. Watch it. I didn't went through it. This went through it itself. There's like an immaturity. But what happens is it realizes it can't get anything out of it, so the mental state loses interest in it, which is really good, really, really good. If you stick with it after the mental state has lost interest in it, it gets really juicy. Because it's like that desert tortoise with the coyote. The coyote wants to get into the meat, but it can't. After a few minutes, it realizes it can't, and it loses interest. Well, the mental state wants to take advantage of this new, novel idea—non-duality. How can I make myself a bigger, better self with this motherfucker? It's a pretty novel, good idea, and then it tries to put, take, use it for advantages, and it usually doesn't work. And then it goes, puts that down, and is bored, and then it goes running into another path or a practice or something because it, it had no interest, you know? It wants to be there to get it, you know? Why would you want to practice 30 years and then not be there when the crescendo hits? <laughs> it's going to be something that's been waiting and biding its time, and all right, this is the big moment, and I'm here to enjoy it. you know what I mean? What? This is the thing. Let's say there's a statement. I'm going to paraphrase this, and we can waste time here. There's a statement by Ramana Maharshi about the greatest mystery is uh, reality, wanting to attain reality. Yeah, And then he goes on this whole thing, and he says, OK, so you're, you, you're trying to attain reality. And then it comes to, you come to an idea that there must be something that's stopping me from that reality. And then you figure it, it's you. And so this is the deal. So then the only way that you can entertain of being reality is the total destruction of this. You're not gonna be rushing to be reality. <laughs> you know, if somebody goes, okay, you're gonna enter a path, it's gonna take 20 years, but the whole point is you're gonna get destroyed. You're going to go, well, let me take my time. I <laughs> don't want to rush to that conclusion. You know? I like the idea of reality, but I'd like for me to be there. You know? So basically, that's what happens. The, the path gets neutered because it seems like a suicide mission, and obviously you don't want to do it, but you know, so you can drag your feet and look really good you know, in certain circles this guy's a meditator, he sits there a long time Mm, yeah, yeah Yeah. so you're not not in any rush so there's like cognitive dissonance there's a little conflict that the head builds, that's why you're not going anywhere it doesn't have any intention of arriving at total destruction (laughs) that's not it's number one agenda (laughs) it wants to use you it just wants to narrate a story it's sort of like HAL in 2001, you know? You ever see that movie? The, the computer that's supposed to run the thing really starts getting a little bit, you know, pushy and then starts taking over the mission and starts killing all the humans. <laughs> Sounds like familiar, yeah? Howl. <laughs> so, I think we should go to lunch, eh? Coffee. Yeah? Yes? Is that all right? Enough? For now, we'll be back at three. Yeah, is that it? Wow! Uh, thanks so much for today. Yes. <laughs> All right.